What's up, Braves Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Sports Podcast. I'm your host, John McKay, and on the other side is the wise, one of my best friends in the world, Jeremy Bell. Jeremy, how's it going? Oh, it's going, John. Beautiful day. Uh, get to talk about a couple of wins. That's even better. Heck yeah. Um, but uh, even more good news, Vaughn Grissom. Yeah. Yeah, that was – I think that's a surprise. Uh, I, I didn't realize – um, you know, of course, watching the game and, and then uh, seeing Arcia get hurt, uh, that was, uh, you know, you hate that because he's been playing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he, he he's added a lot to the to the club. And, uh, you know, he pulls up at, at second. Um, and, you know, I was thinking, oh, he twisted an ankle or something. And, and uh, so then you watch him run around the base, and you're like, oh, no, it's a hamstring probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was. And so he goes on the injured list and probably will be there uh, for, uh, you know, a little while just because of that hamstring. Those things are kind of hard to uh, sometimes recover from. Oh, yeah. Even throughout the whole course of the year because you just don't give it much of a break. So, so then, you know, you see uh, a guy, you know, 21 years old and, you know, we've, we've played this record before, by the way, with Michael Harris, who, you know, had a fantastic spring training and, and uh, you know, didn't make uh, the major league club and probably should have. But one of the reasons was because, um, you know, you wanted to get him more at bats, uh, wanted yeah. to, you know, give him a chance to at least keep hitting the ball. And, and uh, then we need him. And then he comes up and then he, he, uh, he's, you know, the way that he's been playing, he's probably going to be amongst the tops and, Rookie of the year, the Braves probably had the top two rookies of the year, and in, in Harris and Strider, and and so now you know we got to play the record again, I guess, and bring up Vaughn Grissom, and and what a debut he had. Um, oh yeah, uh, you know, 21 years old, uh, had been what in Mississippi, I think, and yeah, um, and and yeah, so um, and he came up and had a fantastic first game, and. You know, you don't ask a whole lot out of him, much like we haven't asked a whole lot out of out of um, Harris. Uh, you know, batting uh, Harris batting, you know, ninth, and and so uh, you know, again, you're just asking them to play like they would if they were in the minors. Uh, you're not asking them to hit, you know, uh, an, an outstanding lot, but although you would like it, uh, but maybe it could help infuse some energy into this club a little bit. Uh, because I think we're lacking a little bit in that department and at times. And uh, so maybe, uh, maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what they need to put them over the top. I actually saw Von Grissom when he was at Rome a couple times this year. And, um, and then I, I believe I actually card his uh, minor league card. So kind of excited about that. Right. Well, you know, John, we have a problem though. Okay. So Grissom is a, Second baseman slash shortstop. I think shortstop is what his that's his main was. Position. Yeah, yeah. Primary position was shortstop. Well, we now seem to have a Dansby problem um, because Dansby is not signed. Uh, you know, this is a contract year for Dansby, and and let's face it, he's having a fantastic year in a contract oh, yeah. year. Um, you know, so you know, same with Aaron Judge. Now Dansby's not going to get the same money as Aaron Judge, and Dansby's not going to get you know, what Austin Riley got, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we, we've locked in Acuna and we've locked in Ozzy Alves. Okay. For a very, very team friendly contract for these two guys. And yeah. so Austin Riley, you know, kind of the same, same boat, a very team friendly contract. 
Um, and, and even Matt Olson, a little more of a team-friendly uh, contract. So, you know, what do we do with Dansby Swanson? I know that's been the talk all year. What do you do? What do you do? And, and uh, so now you've got a, a kid. So is this going to be, um, you know, I guess – it's just going to be the tryout for the kid to see if he can play, and then we don't sign, re-sign Dansby. Uh, you know, how does that work? Uh, so I think it's going to be an interesting off-season. I believe. Uh, and and so, or do you, or is the kid ready? Do you sign Dansby to a couple of years? You know, I like Dansby. I I, I really hope they you know can can uh, can keep him and find a spot. I think good team leader and and you know. I know that you, you know, can't see these things, but it was so funny that uh, while they were going through the line, uh, you know, for to shake hands, you know, after the win uh, on Wednesday night. Um, so him and Dansby are standing right next to each other, and, and Dansby uh, points to him and says, you stand back here, stand back here. You know, <laughs> you know being, the, being the leader that he is, but also – showing him a little more protocol than what you, what, you know, what you would expect. And my wife was like, I don't like that. I don't like he did that. I'm like, well, I, you know, it's just what the team does. It's kind of like the outfielders, mm-hmm. you know, the outfielders got to get, get together at the end of the game. They all run out in the middle of the field and they do their, whatever it is they do. And, you know, hug and kiss and love at each other, whatever. And then they come up and greet everybody, you know, you know, what's protocol after a game. So Dan, was kind of pointing and showing him, what the protocol was that was mm-hmm. you know get behind me get behind me son get behind me youngster yeah. you know so uh but you couldn't ask for a better game and and again maybe a little bit of energy infused into this team because they certainly need it uh we've been feeling a little bit of the blues right now and and, and look let's face it the Mets are a good baseball team yes and and all we need to do is continue to put pressure on them but right. we need to be relaxed uh, because when you get to the postseason, it's going to be uh, – it's a different game. And if you're the Mets, there's a lot more pressure on you in the postseason than there's going to be for the Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the Braves won the World Series. I get that. And there's a lot of pressure to repeat. Uh, but the Mets playing in New York, there's a lot of pressure there. You know, everybody wants to see a Mets-Yankees World Series. Right, but you know what? I bet it doesn't happen, okay? Uh, because the Yankees have even struggled in the postseason, and there's a lot of pressure on them. And they're a very good baseball team, okay? You're right. in the regular season, but it doesn't translate to the postseason. And so the Mets, albeit they are a very good team and they are playing very well right now, um, they still, um, you know, they're still with a lot of pressure. Uh, you know, the fan base is expecting a World Series. Right. Uh, and, and that's where I think, you know, somebody can sneak in. You know, right now the wild card race is kind of crazy. Braves are at the top of that wild card race, but the Phillies have jumped the pod race. And now all of a sudden it would be a Braves-Phillies matchup in that opening three-game series of the wild card. And then the pod race would get the Cardinals. <laughs> you know, because the Cardinals right now, are in first place in the central. So, right. yeah. So it, there's just a, you know, it's a lot of things. We got still got a lot of games left, but but right now we just got to keep putting the pressure on. And whether it's keep winning or whether whatever, we we got to do whatever we can. We still got 
Uh, seven games left with the match. Is that right? Seven, I think. Six or seven. Uh, yeah, six or seven. You know, they were they're having a flash sale of tickets to try to get people, you know, coming out to to next week's series with the Mets. Which, oh by the way, John, that's you know, it's next week we get the, the Mets. Mm-hmm. It's I believe fifteenth uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday we get to see the Mets. You should so, come. Well, I wish I could. You know, I uh, I, I told my wife, you know, because they were offering tickets for forty percent off. I said, man, it'd be great to go. Oh, wow. School starts. You know, oh. uh, college starts. So, oh. and this is a, yeah, this is a busy time for my wife. It's a very emotional time around this household because, you know, with my son uh, mm-hmm. moving into the dorms, although he's only moving a mile away or less, <laughs> uh, it's not that far, but it's still a very emotional time. Oh, yeah. Because tomor- Saturday it happens. And, and so uh, it, it's an emotional time. So uh, he would have been all four if he was, if he was just in high school, if we were doing the high school thing, He'd have been all for okay, senior. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go watch a game. I'd have been all for it too. But uh, you know, right now, I, I you know, the, the college starting college a busy time for my wife too. She works oh, in the admissions office, so you know, it's kind of uh, crazy for her. So oh, yeah. anyway, uh, anyway, love to, but got to keep putting the pressure on it, and including yeah. this weekend uh, with the Marlins. Um, you know, here we go, and we didn't start talking about it, but. Uh, you know, Tuesday night's game, we jump out on the Red Sox, and they keep coming back and coming back, and then we go into extra innings. And you know how I feel about extra innings, John. Um, and then we went two extra innings, and that even made it worse. So, uh, but if you recall, we started that 14-game winning streak. What did we do? We well, won our first well, two extra inning games, yep, right? Yep. So, that's hope. But we get the Marlins this weekend, and, uh, you know, in Miami, and, I think we're going to avoid Alcantara uh, because I believe he pitched earlier this week. And if at least I've seen the pitching matchups for this week, I have not seen uh, Saturday after the, the second game of the doubleheader matchup. So I don't know where they're going to go uh, with that, but we may avoid Sandy Alcantara. You know how much we've struggled against him, mm-hmm. uh, but then again, but we lot, might be able to. A lot of people are, yeah, a lot of people have, but then again, we might have. And you know, the Cardinals are kicking themselves because I believe that Sandy Alcantara they gave up, um, if I recall correctly. But oh, there was um, a big between them too. I just can't remember. Right, right. Um, but with uh, avoiding Alcantara, you know, we had struggled against Aaron Nola, and we got a win against him the last time. So mm-hmm. who knows? But anyway, it's deep, and we're getting deep in the season. We just got to keep winning and put the pressure on. I know we're seven games. Seven games out, I get it. Still seven games left with the match. Uh, you know, let's see what happens as the as as the season progresses. Definitely. Well, you've already mentioned that extra inning game. The Braves end up winning it nine to seven. Uh, let's see. Acuna scored. Did he score the eighth run or the ninth run? Yeah, he scored the ninth run uh, because that other guy was on base. You know, that rookie guy, Michael Harris, was on oh, base yeah. and. And so Dansby, great piece of hitting by Dansby. You know, I've I've been harping on this and harping on this and harping on this. Let's learn to hit the ball the other way, doggone it. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and so all of a sudden, lo and behold, uh, Dansby up there, we needed a big hit, and he had kind of struggled a little bit in some of those situations. And he came up and he hit the ball the other way, and, and Acuna, like, got shot out of a cannon. Yeah. You know? And, and it's like he was running before Dansby hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Harris was going to score anyway on that hit deep into the, 
you know, deep into right center. But here comes Acuna, and I'm thinking, I told my wife, I said, watch this. I said, here goes Ron Washington. He is going to wave him home. And by golly, he did. And there goes Acuna sliding right to the outside, gets his hand in, and gets safe. And, and as it turned out, they didn't need the extra run anyway because the bullpen came in and did a fabulous job and finished the game up. But that was the kind of energy you see that they're lacking over the course of, you know, this last few few weeks. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's with Acuna getting on base more. And that's a good thing because he had three hits. He scored three runs. You know, he even walked one time. So, you know, with scoring three runs and walking once, um, you know, he was on base four times. Right. Okay. Uh, so, so that was good to see. You know, it's just the other struggles of, of other people. And, and uh, I don't know if you want to dive into that one or not, but I can tell you, I sent you a text and that, you know, uh, the the one in particular where, of course, he did hit a homer on on um, uh, Wednesday night, and that be Marcel Ozuna. Mm-hmm. But on the night, you know, he really struggled, and he has been struggling. And I I still think he is an important piece of the puzzle. But a guy hitting two fifteen uh, and striking out way too much, I don't know that is a, a piece of the puzzle right now that I want to get into. Um, they were talking he, on the broadcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. They were talking on the broadcast, and it, they were like, "It looks like he's swinging before the he's just swinging the swing." Yeah, just swinging the swing. Do you know that night? And I don't know. I don't know that I paid attention to this before. But okay, so he batted five times. Okay. Mm-hmm. He had a pop out, which that's a pop out, meaning that's to the infield. Mm-hmm. He had a strikeout. He had a ground out. He had a fly out to the outfield, and he had a line out. He had everything you could possibly do to get <laughs> an out in that game, okay? I didn't realize that. Yeah, he didn't have a hit. So that didn't, you know, didn't didn't count for anything. But he had all five of those. Wow. All right? Now, you might think, you know, fly out, that's, you know, fly out. He flew out to the infield. Well, they call that a pop out. So mm-hmm. that's what he had, you know. So he had five of those things and I told you I said maybe we should make the theme of this show time to get rid of Ozuna um but he did come and had a home run but a guy like and you're right it it looks to me like he's swinging just to swing Mm -hmm. uh and and I've told you before he swung at some pitches this year that have bounced up there and and I don't know if maybe he needs to go to uh Eddie Rosario's eye doctor um, to make sure that his eyes are anywhere near where they need to be. But right now, they're not, John. They are not. No. Uh, he is 100% struggling. And I just I just wonder if Robbie Grossman is this guy they're going to try to fit in there uh, to to maybe help out. Uh, to But but I don't know, John. I, I don't. Uh, you know, to me personally – uh, you know, if we're going to bring Vaughn Grissom up and have him play, uh, maybe he should DH some if he's not going to be out there every day. Um, I'm down with that. Yeah, but I, 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 you know, right now I just don't know. Um, I, I, I know that that is a bat that is needed, but I just think right now, much like I thought at times that Acuna's bat has been a little bit slow and you could almost, um, you could halfway give Acuna an excuse. Mm. Uh, just because of that knee uh, right. injury uh, and and that and that planning, you know, you watch him; he's not sliding 
uh, you know, with his legs yet. He's been doing head first line, which which does um, you know make me nervous too yep. because you don't want to be stepped on. But but yeah, he's been sliding uh, not feet first because that's going to take him a little bit of time mentally to get back at it uh, as well. But but yeah, I, I mean, right now, I you know, if I, I I don't, there's not a better alternative to put in there. Uh, but I would not have Ozuna out there. I, I might even let Eddie play against lefties uh, just because I, I know he's going to at least attempt to hit the ball um, and, and let Grossman play the DH uh, just just to get out of Ozuna. You think he's got so off his timing that his swing is just that off? Yeah, yeah, and again – I can't – this is what – this is, again, this is what bothers me about major league players who get so zoned in with the fact that they got to pull the ball, okay? Yep, uh, the the very last at-bat that Ozuna had, he absolutely killed it and lined out to the uh, left fielder. If the left fielder hadn't caught it, he lines it and hits the wall, okay? I mean, on the on the line, on the line drive, it hits the wall. And and may may put a dent in the green monster. Okay, mm-hmm. um, but learn to hit the ball the other way. And I think that's Ozuna's problem right now is he is so hip focused and getting that turn to be able to pull the ball that he's forgetting the fact that he can hit the ball the other way and still hit the ball with power the other way and might get some hits. Look, ask William Contreras the other night. I believe was it was it. Um, uh, Wednesday night's game. I believe he had two infield singles. Mm-hmm. Okay, exit velocity somewhere in the fifty mile an hour range. Okay, which I, I, you know, exit velocity is great. Just give me that on a home run. Um, you know, <laughs> or somebody lines one up the middle like Matt Olson did. I think it's Matt Olson. Yeah, Matt Olson did. It almost takes the pitcher's head off. Okay, I'll take the exit velocity, but I don't need it if it's just a a bunt or or an infield single. Sometimes an infield single gets you going. Okay. Right. It's like, oh, hey, I, you know, the old adage, and and John, I, I don't mean to use this, you know, with your eyes. You see the ball, hit the ball. Okay. Right. Um, that's what teams are forgetting. See the ball, hit the ball. Uh, you know, Ted Williams could teach you, could teach Ozuna a few things about, uh, you know, see the ball, hit the ball. Right. You know, one of the greatest hitters, uh, in in Major League Baseball. You watch some of his old videos that he's got out of him uh, teaching kids how to hit. They still translate to today's game. Right. Uh, and, and we're talking 50, 60 years ago, okay? Uh, so Ozuna is so, in, so focused on wanting to hit the ball to the, to the right side that he forgets there's nobody on the left side of the field. Right. Okay? He forgets that. And he can still run. Okay, he can't throw the ball, but he can still run very effectively. So, you know, and it's going to take an off season to get him squared away. He's not going to be able to do it, you know, anytime, um, you know, in the in the in the near future. But but it, it's going to take somebody getting. And I don't know that that uh, Sykes or the hitting coach can do anything about it uh, because he's so focused on on whatever. And I don't know that he's willing willing to change. Here's, and that's that's a problem. Here's my thing. Okay, the pitch is outside. It's harder to pull a ball if it's outside. Well, you know what you're gonna happen if you do. You're gonna pop it up. 
pop it up to the left side. Or yep. Pop yeah. it up to the off side. Yep. Go with the pitch. And this is coming from a blind person, so, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. But it well, makes no, you sense. got your little you, – John, you're making more sense than, than somebody who can actually see, okay? <laughs> the inside pitch is – it makes sense that it, it's easier to pull a ball if it's inside. Yes. So, that's yeah. just my – Well, and, and the thing about Ozuna, too, you know, and this is what's been good about Ronald over the years and, and some of the others – uh, and, and Austin Riley Matt and, and Dansby this year have, have done this as well. Well, the reason they don't play a shift on those guys much anymore uh, on Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson is because guess what? They can hit the ball the other way. They do hit it, hit it where it's pitched. Michael Harris is a prime example of that. He, as a 21-year-old, recognizing situations, it's like recognizing when there's a left-handed pitcher on the mound, what has your game got to be? you got to look to be able to hit the ball the other way, okay? Mm-hmm. Because that left-handed pitcher is throwing it away to you. You're not used to left-handed pitching, okay? So, as, as me, for me, I was a left-handed pitcher, but as a left-handed batter, we didn't have many left-handed pitchers in our league. But I knew that a left-handed pitcher was going to be throwing the ball away from me, okay? So, I, I was going to be hitting the ball the other way. And that's what Michael Harris does. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits it where it's pitched. Uh, well, that's not what Ozuna is doing. Ozuna is trying to hit everything either out or trying to hit it to the right side. He's trying to pull the ball. And if he would learn to go back to hitting the ball to the opposite field, then they start pitching him more inside to where he can pull the ball right. more. That's what I think has been lost. You know, Acuna, that's what Acuna's been good at, too. Um, he, you know, he, in, in the last couple of years, has been able to hit the ball the other way with some power. And so what do they do? They, now they want to try to bust you up and in, and then you really turn on it and hit the ball with power. That's, that, you got to make them change. And right now, Ozuna's not making them change. And all they got to do, it doesn't matter. It could be four feet, ten feet outside He's swinging at it outside, and that's exactly what I would pitch him. I would never give him a pitch inside. Like Austin Riley, when he first came up, he struggled with the off-speed pitch. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He saw a steady diet of off-speed pitches, and yep. all of a sudden what he had had 13 or 14 homers, all of a sudden went down to he ain't got any homers because he's struggling hitting that off-speed pitch. Well, in the off-season, he went back to the basics. He learned how to hit that off-speed pitch, and all of a sudden – now he can hit all the pitches. Well, Zuna's got to do the same thing. He goes, right now, I'm, I'm throwing him everything outside. Everything. Yep. And he will swing at it. He will. I, I would even throw it off the plate. I would throw it, you know. Yeah. I'd throw it in the left-handed battery box and see if he goes after it. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I'd set my catcher up out there. And um, that you're right. That's what I would do. I would. I, it would be way off the plate, John. And, again, I've seen him. They throw it. They throw it up there, and it bounces up there. Okay, mm-hmm. it bounces, and he's swinging at it. I just don't think he's seeing the ball. And I, you know, right now I just, I, I, I'm, and you're paying him a lot of money. Oh, yeah. uh, and They're so, 2024. Yeah, he's still got two years left, John. So, you know, Seitzer's got a lot of work to do in the off season, but I hope he puts it in. But, but right now, uh, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't want him in the game personally. Um. So, you know, uh, 
But the first, so we've talked about who didn't stand out to you. Who did stand out to you in this game? Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, Charlie Morton pitched a great game, just didn't get uh, didn't get the win. Mm-hmm. You know, the wind. Talking about the wind, the wind must have been blowing out. He, you know, their guys got a couple of home runs out to center field. I think they had three maybe out to center field, and Morton looked more mystified as to how that ball went out. <laughs> Uh, so something must have been going on. He still looked like he had great command. Yes, I know. You're going to look at me and say, well, he had five runs. Yes, he did. Okay. They had homers that night, but he still looked pretty good, to be honest with you. Uh, six innings, uh, struck out seven. Um, you know, the bullpen, uh, you know, Glacius gave up a run, uh, which, look, let's face it, they struggled with some guys. Tommy Pham, one of those guys, he's just a gritty, gutty player. Uh, got on base a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Arroyo's the other guy that got on base. So, I mean, that, look, they struggled. But Jansen came in. Dylan Lee came in, and, and uh, you know, he had been struggling uh, of late. Tyler Mastic finished it up, uh, you know, with two strikeouts, and he threw the ball really, really well. So, uh, McHugh, again, the same, mentored the same. But really the guy that stand out, Austin Riley, three for six, five RBIs in the game, hit one out of the uh, – over the green monster and out in – out into wherever it is in, in Red Sox land. Acuna the same, but I would say who stood out would be Austin Riley, another great game. All right, there we go. Uh, moving on to Wednesday night, the Braves defeat the Red Sox 8-4. to um, Kyle Wright, did he look good to you? Yeah, I, you know, I, I thought he did, and I, I wondered why he didn't come out for the seventh. Um, because I think he had only thrown – uh, maybe 80 pitches, 79. So I was curious as to why he didn't come out for the seventh. Um, so he had pitched six innings, six hits, one earned run, one base on ball, five strikeouts. So not a bad uh, night at the old ballpark. Um, but I don't know if, if um, you know, maybe they just didn't want to send him out there because, you know, we've got a uh, doubleheader coming up on um, Saturday. On Saturday. Uh, the, the pitching matchups um, have – we don't have a pitching matchup for Sunday. Uh, and I just wonder if they um, might not send Kyle Wright out there on on Sunday uh, because, uh, you know, Odorizzi is going to go on Friday. Uh, Ian Anderson back. He's going to pitch one of those games, the doubleheader. Spencer Strider is going to go the other game. So I just wonder if maybe – that wasn't Snicker saying, okay, I, maybe I can bring Kyle Wright back in on Sunday. Uh, because, Max, because Max Freed's been put on the injured list uh, because concussion protocol. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so and, and that's his, um, you know, Max's spot is uh, the spot that Spencer Strider's going in. Uh, okay. So, in all reality, uh, it should be Odorizzi. Uh, and then and, and then it would be Ian Anderson coming in to pitch one of those games in the doubleheader. Then it would have been Max Freed, and then it would have been Spencer Strider finishing up on Sunday. So I believe Max is retroactive. I believe he can be activated on Monday, uh, if I recall. That would put him pitching the possibly that first game of the Mets series. All right, I, I got you. I could I could I yeah. thought I remembered when they retroacted it, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he took that hard fall. You know, he took that hard fall um, on, was it Saturday afternoon, one of those games against the Mets? Was that when Darnell? I guess. Um, 
Yeah, that's when Darno collided as well. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and, you know, look, it's okay. I don't mind pitchers, you know, if they have to take a game or two off down at the end of the, end of the year, you know, I want them fresh for the playoffs. And if this gets Max's, uh, gets Max going again, then great. Uh, you know, because we definitely need Max pitching. But I know for Snitker it certainly presents a uh, problem. Now, you got Bryce Elder there. You know, he could probably, <clears throat> you know, pitch one of those games. Uh, what I really want to see is Ian Anderson. I really want to see what he's got on Saturday uh, and giving me a, a good game. But, but in this game with Kyle Wright, you know, only going sick, you know, we had a, the day off on Thursday, so everybody in the bullpen was probably active. And Kirby Yates got in there, which is great right. to see. That's a that's a fresh arm, which is which is cool as well. So and and only pitched a third of an inning, which I hated. He only got a third of the inning. So uh, Dylan Lee struggled, uh, which uh, you know Dylan, and he may be pitching more innings than he ever has before. I believe uh, so. So you're seeing that crispness. It's, he's not as crisp as what he was, you know, because he had moved up the pecking order to be that first guy, that first lefty out of the bull. Right. Throwing hard. Dylan Lee's going to mix it up. So you got a little bit of a different lefty coming out of the bullpen, you know. So right. Um, so he's he struggled a little bit, but the game before he had pitched well. Uh, so in his two thirds, he gave up three runs. But, Yates came in and finished it off, and I hate the fact that he didn't get to go back out. But I also know he came out, he warmed up, he came out, he pitched, and that you don't want a guy who's just coming off problems to go sit in the dugout and then come back out and warm up again. Right. Uh, you just don't want that to cause problems. But Mentor and, and Iglesias finished it up, so uh, Mentor struck out the side. Uh, so, you know, that that was a good thing. So. Anyway, bullpen did a great job, and, and, you know, we're relying on the bullpen, but Kyle Wright, another good game. Uh, so let's hope that continues. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't see him on Sunday. And I don't know if I want that to happen or not because they've been playing the same game all year, this five-man rotation, regardless of, of whether they have a day off or two days off or whatever. They've been playing this five-man rotation. And so he pitched on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is just, you'd basically call it three days rest. So I don't know if that'll happen or not. I think that's why he hadn't decided yet who's going to pitch. So we'll see. So I've kind of got two players in mind for this, and we'll see what you think. Kyle Wright, okay. Vaughn Grissom. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely go in. That, that, is, that is great. Uh, you know, you always we, we're always giving it to the, um, the batters, the offensive guys, and the pitchers – you know, are, are just as, as important as well. But, yeah, I mean, those two, uh, with the game Kyle Wright had and then the game, uh, you know, welcome to the majors, Vaughn Grissom, uh, and, and two hits, and he had a homer. I mean, what – I mean, where else could you think of to get a home run? Now, if he was in Yankee Stadium – well, the old Yankee Stadium, old I would say. Time. Yeah, if you were in old Yankee Stadium. But you're in one of the most classic um, ballparks – that there is. Uh, I believe it would be the oldest ballpark um, in the majors. Uh, if it's not, I don't know which one, uh, which one's older. Uh, but, um, yeah, the um, uh, you're in Fenway Park. I mean, what more history can you ask for in Fenway with all the players that have played there? You can, heck, you can go up and sit in Ted Williams' seat out there. I believe it's in right field. 
You know, mm. you've got the green monster. You can go and and they were showing Michael Harris, I think it was on on Tuesday, going inside the green monster to put his signature in there. And how many people have signed that on the inside of the green monster? He was having trouble finding where it was. And then when you find you when you find a place, you got to remember where you put it. Mm-hmm. You know. And he put it next to – I didn't see who he put it next to. He put it next to a Brave. So maybe he put it next to, you know, Acuna or somebody like that. But, um, you know, now, and then you get Vaughn Grissom coming up. And, and you know, first major league game, and he's playing in Boston. Okay? And, first I mean, hit wow. Is in, yeah. First hit is in Fenway. First home run is your first hit in Fenway. Yes. Like, his family's there. Michael Harris is going nuts at home play. Yeah. Yeah. That'll that'll yeah. be. It's not your oh. typical home run because it's in Fenway. I mean, Fenway is yeah, yeah, and you're and you're right. I mean, uh, there's no better place that you could have hit a home run than Fenway Park. Uh, I mean, you, you know, as you get older and you're you're all grown up and you're out of baseball, you know, they go back and ask you uh, when you come back for Braves Alumni Weekend, by the way, which we hope you know this kid sticks around you know, his entire career, you know, when he comes back for Braves alumni weekend, when I'm maybe a hundred by then, by the way. Um, so when he comes back and they're asking, Hey, do you remember your first hit? And he's going to say, absolutely. My first hit was a home run in Fenway park. Mm-hmm. I mean, what more could you say? There's not a whole lot you could say. There's not a whole lot that could top getting yeah, that first hit being yep. in Fenway park. Uh, so, and a home run at that. I hope he got the ball back. That's the only problem. Yeah, that's you know, what did, he, did he get the ball back? I don't you know. know. So. As soon as I, as soon as that went over the green monster, I was like, I, I was literally, because I, you know, I was laying there and just chilling enough. Yeah. And I was like, somebody go get that baseball. Yeah, Let exactly. Somebody go get it. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully he got it back. But um, you know, Vaughn Grissom. You know, it looks like. You know, another one of those uh, kids who can fly. Um, I mean, uh, of course, he's, he's what, 6'3"? So, you know, he can motor around the bases anyway to begin with and, and brings the energy. And I hope that energy, um, you know, is, is – uh, I hope we can utilize that energy uh, and, and, and get something out of the rest of the season. Uh, you know, we got two rookies. Okay, we got three rookies. Three, yeah. You got Spencer Strider, you got Vaughn Grissom now, and you got Michael Harris. Okay, and so and and you know it's great that you can you know spend that time with Harris too. You know you know Harris, uh, and and Harris um, who has a couple of months of uh, service already in the majors. You know he can show uh, Vaughn Grissom around because I suspect that Grissom will be there the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it is coming up on September too, when they call people up, but I suspect Vaughn Grissom is going to be in the lineup quite a bit. Uh, and if it's, you know, if I'm Brian Schnitker, uh, it's, it's a uh, lineup every night, basically, um, you know, unless, you know, he may not play the second game of the double header. Uh, you know, that may you usually see different lineups during double headers. So right. he may not play one of those games, just like some others may not play games, but, but still, Right now, we need games. We need wins. And if he can help us win, much like Michael Harris did when he came up, uh, then, you know, more power to him. Does this kind of remind you of the baby Braves back in the early 2000s? I mean, <laughs> you've, got, 
How, how old is yeah. Austin Riley? Uh, Riley's in his mid twenties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cunha, you've got Harris, you've got Grissom, you've got yeah. Aldridge who's injured right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, how old is Contreras? Contreras is, I think he's mid to early twenties. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I mean you're right. You know, it'd be just like a, um, you know, what? As you look at this team and you're thinking, you know, but again, scouting department for the minors, okay, mm-hmm. uh, has done a fantastic job over the years for the Braves. And lo and behold, we, you know, we found another another prospect that has come up and and has has started out very well. Uh, and and so you give them a lot of credit, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it, this is a young team and, and you love it, but they've got some veterans. Oh, yeah. Okay. That can help them along. And that's good too. You know, you could look at Ronald and, and Ozzy as being young, but they're veterans, you know, they've been there and they know the ins and outs and, and hopefully that's, what's going to help on Grissom and hopefully Michael Harris, who, who, um, you know, has struggled. Uh, he got off to a great start. Uh, and then struggled a few games, but it was Snicker who just kept sticking with him, and 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 he's playing great defense, and and he got it back together, and and uh, you know sights are helping him out, um, you know hey you're holding your hands up too high or something, let's adjust that, making a slight adjustment to where he's back to hitting you know 300 again, uh, you know he's been down to 280, been up to 300, been over 300, uh, but you know crunch time he's had some big hits. Uh, so, you know, that's all you can hope. But, he, you know, Vaughn Grissom's got a good support system around him, not only with the youngsters, but the veterans as well. Definitely. Before we leave Boston, I have something to bring up that uh, Ben Ingram and uh, Joe Simpson brought up on the radio the other night. And I thought it was cool, so I, I, I figured uh, yeah. our, our Braves fans and you would find this interesting. So, um, you know, the Braves left Boston in 1950, the, after 1952. Uh, right. You had the Red Sox were the National League team and the Braves were the National League team in Boston. They were two teams. So right. Hank Aaron's uh, rookie season was 1954, and the, that's they were that was their second year in Milwaukee. Yeah, right. The theory in Boston is that if the Braves had st- stuck it out and stayed in Boston till uh, Hank Aaron's rookie season, that the Braves would have been the Boston team and the Red Sox would have ended up leaving. Oh, that's interesting. Huh? I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah, that is cool. I'm glad they, I'm glad it is who it is though. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just like, would Boston, would the Red Sox be in Atlanta now? Like, you know, just. Yeah. uh, That's, that's weird, you know, Uh, but that's it. That's interesting. Kind of thing. Yeah. That's interesting, John. That's, uh, I like it. I like it, but I'm glad they. I'm glad we stayed. Oh you yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we stayed. Um, yeah. Moving on to the fish, the Florida fish. I mean, sorry, the my. Well, are they Miami or Florida now? I can't ever keep up. They're the um, Miami. Okay. Yeah, it's like the Angels. What are they? <laughs> you know, they used to be California, then they're Anaheim, now they're L.A. Uh, you know, the Marlins are the same thing. Uh, they're they used to be Florida, now they're Miami. Okay. So, yeah. Well. They, the Braves have a four-game series with Miami starting Friday evening. Um, I'm assuming uh, – well, I just uh, – Oder Izzy's going Friday Yeah, 
Yeah, Odorizzi's going Friday night uh, against Lopez. Um, Ian Anderson's going in that, uh, well, at least from what I could tell, uh, in that first game of the doubleheader against uh, Lazardo. Um, and then Spencer Strider's going in game two of that, that doubleheader. There's been no Marlins announced starter yet. Um, I wonder if they're going to try to throw Alcantara in there, even though he's pitched this week, uh, because they hadn't made that announcement. And then Garrett uh, will go on uh, Sunday for the Marlins, and no announcement yet from the Braves that who's going to go. So um, could be, you know, could be Kyle Wright they go back to, uh, could be uh, whoever, whoever. So uh, we'll see. Uh, but if if all if that is the case, if they don't if they go back to Kyle Wright or whoever, uh, it appears if they keep following the same rotation, Charlie Morton would lead off against the Mets uh, on uh, Monday. Kyle, if Kyle Wright doesn't go on Sunday, I, I'm assuming the reason they haven't made the announcement too is is how the three the, the three games before going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if they won three games, then I would say you're probably going to see somebody like Bryce Elder pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, if they hadn't and they need a win, you might see Kyle Wright. But if Kyle Wright doesn't pitch, he's going to go Tuesday uh, against the Mets. Uh, and then you would see um, – I'm not sure who you would see. If Max Freed is back, you may see Max Freed um, in there somewhere. So that will totally mess up the rotation that I've been used to. You know, they've had the same rotation for a while, so that will totally all mess it up. You know, <laughs> but, but anyway – the Braves uh, go straight into the series with the Mets on Monday? They do, yeah. They come home and go straight into that series with the Mets. Yes, sir. Yep. Awesome. Yes, sir. It is, isn't it? <laughs> this, 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 now, who does, we'll, we'll scoreboard watch for a second. Who do the Mets have this weekend? Mets have the Phillies. Ah. Yes. That'll so, be nice. and the Phillies, Phillies have been on a roll. Phillies lost the last game of the season uh, series with the Marlins. Um, but the Phillies have been on a roll. Uh, you know, when we talked on Tuesday, I believe it was Tuesday we talked, um, Phillies were 9-1, and one, Mets were 8-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mets have continued winning because they played the hapless Reds, um, and the Phillies were playing the Marlins. Oh. Yeah, I know. Phillies were playing the Marlins, and Phillies uh, beat them two out of three. Uh, and, you know, and again, talking about the wild card, the Braves are in that top spot in the wild card. They're four and a half up wild card-wise mm-hmm. for that top spot. Then it's the Phillies, and then it's the Padres, and the Padres and the Phillies are just separated in that wild card by a half game. Right. Uh, so you know, pick your poison if you're the Cardinals right now, who are the the leaders in the Central, um, and who who you want to play. Uh, do you want to play? And the Cardinals are playing well. So do you want to play the Phillies or do you want to play the Padres? Mm-hmm. Um, Going to be a lot of pressure on the Padres, by the way. They've made that huge deal for Juan Soto. And, you know, now all of a sudden uh, Juan Soto, they, you know, they're, they're not – they're in the bottom of the wild card race. And of course, it doesn't matter. I mean, they can – you know, they can uh, uh, still make the World Series right. through the wild card route. Look at the teams that have made it through the wild card route. Nationals. Uh, yeah, uh, the Marlins. Uh, I mean, there's been several teams that have made it. Through the wild card route. The Marlins have made it through the wild card every time they've been to the World Series, correct? I believe so, yeah. So, uh, you know, you just never know. And and right now, uh, I'm okay with the wild card, but we need some wins, and I think we need to put pressure on the Mets. Um, And any time we play the Phillies, we need to be better against the Phillies because that could be the team we play. Right. To be honest with you. 
We need to get better and better. And let's hope the Mets and the Phillies can beat up on each other this yes, weekend. That, that would be great. And, and hopefully, uh, I, I'm not sure who, you know, obviously I want the Phillies to win, but I want the Braves to win too so we can inch closer and, and keep the Phillies in that, you know, that second spot, the wild card. But, um, you know, let's one game at a time, baby, one game at a time. Get another winning streak going and let's see what happens. Exactly. Well, I'm looking for good things this weekend against the Fish. And uh, yes, looking for a good weekend. Yeah, me too. I'm. I hope. Uh, I hope things. Uh, you know, we 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 build off the success that we had in Boston, um, and and we go and we go to the Marlins, and they're not a bad team either, to be honest no. with you. Uh, they're a very good team, and uh, let's just um, let's see what we can come up with there, and uh, let's hope Ronald doesn't get hit any. Uh, they seem to like to hit him a lot. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, just want to make sure, you know, Vaughn Grissom, uh, you know, continues doing what he's doing. Um, you know, if you're uh, going to um, have some struggles at the plate, just make sure you keep playing defense. That's all we need you to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's about all I had. You got anything else? To, to I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm getting ready to go. Uh, you know, football for me starts in a, in a week and I'm going to run over and go talk to the coach and, uh, see what's happening, and, and this is crunch time, baby. I got to get going. Um, it's time to time to get moving, right? I'm excited. Like this will be for another podcast one of these days. But I, oh man, high school football is. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up, John. You know it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. We we open up next Friday and and uh, get things started. So it should be a, a lot of fun. But John, as always, it's always fun. We get together and talk about Braves baseball. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Well, thanks guys for listening to our, uh, us ramble about the Braves. Thank you for paying, yeah. or you know, listening in. And um, yeah, thanks for subscribe. You, you can subscribe, like, and you know, listen to us on any platform. Uh, we're on Twitter at I'm on Twitter at the Blind Donkey Runner. The show is at Ethos Braves, and Jeremy and I are both on Facebook. I'm at John Robert McKay, and Jeremy is at I am at Jeremy Bell on the old Facebook, the old Facebook. Well, technically, it's not that old because it was like 2007. But you know, I know, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm vintage, is what I am. <laughs> well, if you're vintage, then I want to be vintage because most, <laughs> most, most people do radio want to be like you. So. <laughs> I doubt that. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thank you, you guys, for listening. And as always, go Braves. Go Braves.